This is Novel Marketing, the show for novelists who aren't necessarily fond of marketing, but still want to become best-selling authors. Episode 149. I'm James L. Rubart, but you can call me Jim. I'm Thomas M. Stett, Jr. And I'm Lacey Williams. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you guys about the power of pre-orders and how you can set them up for your indie book. And as you just heard back with us is Lacey Williams. And Lacey, this makes it back-to-back episodes. And not only are you here for back-to-back episodes, but I think this makes you the most frequent guest we've ever had on, on Novel Marketing. I am really feeling special, guys. <laughs> well, you are special. You are special. And for those of you who don't uh, didn't listen to the last episode or haven't heard Lacey before, Lacey is let's just call her let's just call her somebody that's not only brilliant but has an amazing heart. I mean, she's a mom, she's an entrepreneur, she's a wife, and Lacey comes at writing and helping authors from a a great perspective because she's been traditionally published. She was traditionally published 11 times and now she's really focusing on indie publishing. So she knows both sides of the equation and um, a a friend of hers named her the smart indie. And that's exactly what she is. And she has a series out called the smart, uh, smart indie series that is a great resource for you if you're writing indie books and we'll have a link in the show notes for that. But anyway, Lacey, great to have you back. Excited to talk to you um, about pre-order. So let's dive right into it. Why is it a good idea? Why even do pre-orders? Why is that a thing? Uh, Pre-orders can be a really great way to uh, generate sales before your release day. Um, So they're a great opportunity to start gathering up those sales. Uh, If you are new and just starting out and you're working on growing your mailing list and you think most of your sales are going to happen organically uh, through, you know, people see your new book on Amazon. They might see it on a bestseller list uh, on the new releases um, page, which I'll talk about a little bit more in a minute. Uh, Those are all great reasons to um, do a pre-order. Additionally, if you've been traditionally published, most traditional publishers do a long pre-order, a six months to a one year pre-order. And so if your readers are used to seeing that and finding your books out on the website and then buying as soon as they see them, that can be a really great reason um, to do a pre-order as well. Is it ever a bad idea to pre-order? Uh, my strategy currently uh, is actually to do a really super short pre-order or no pre-order. And I'm happy to kind of walk you guys through that um, that reasoning for that. So when you do a pre-order on Amazon, and most of my tactics uh, and marketing tactics really go for maximizing sales on Amazon. Um, I have numbers to back up for the last five years in indie publishing that they are my largest seller. And so I spend most of my time um, figuring out how to do marketing better on Amazon. So that's what I'm mostly going to talk about today, although we will touch on uh, some other retailers. So on Amazon, when you put your book up for pre-order, it starts getting a ranking and you can see the sales ranking on the booked product page. Um, It's about halfway down the page currently until Amazon changes the structure of the page again. Um, And you will see that your book might be ranked 250,000 in the Amazon store. You might see it ranked 12,000 in the Amazon store. Uh, Lower number is always better. The number one ranked book is, is the best or the best selling book in the store at that time. And the rankings, uh, they move every hour. Sometimes it's two hours or three hours, um, just depending on how glitchy the site is being done. So when you put your book up for pre-order, you get that ranking starting on when all the 
stuff populates uh, and the first sale happens. So it usually happens within the first 48 hours. And what that ranking does is it tracks your sales um, trajectory, basically. And I'm sure you guys have talked about this on other episodes, so I don't know how detailed you want me to get on that. But when you have a pre-order, your ranking is going the whole time. It doesn't just happen from release day. So you might have a lot of readers buying your book on pre-order, and you're getting a lot of visibility in the store because maybe you're in the top 100 books for Christian romance and you're getting the benefit of that ranking. Once your book is up for sale on pre-order or on release, that ranking uh, is there and um, kind of stays. Uh, and so the reason why I want to do a shorter pre-order on my books is, uh, and actually when I do a pre-order, it's usually just to set up some stuff behind the scenes. So I might do a 10-day pre-order and I'm doing that to set up my series link for the book on Amazon because I'm usually publishing in a series of books. And so I want to have that link there for when the book goes live so that readers can see there's other books in this series. I need to go read these other books as well or first uh, or, hey, I missed that one. You know, then whatever the next one was in the series, I want to go get it now. Um, It also gives me a chance to update the back matter of my other books. Uh, So when I publish a brand new book, I want to go back and update if it's say it's the fifth book in a series, I want to go back and update book number four at the end of that book, put in a chapter excerpt, put in a link where readers can go in and buy book number five. So by having the book on a short pre-order, I can go in and and update all that information. But then I'm not announcing it or anything until my, uh, to my newsletter list or my social media. I'm not doing any ads or anything until the release day. So I do a short pre-order and then I really start going after a high ranking immediately after release day. Um, And That's the reason why I'm doing a shorter pre-order right now is I'm able to take all the sales that I would have had on a three-month or two-month pre-order and pack those into the first one or two weeks right after release, and I'm getting higher ranked in the Amazon store, and because I'm getting higher ranked at release, I'm selling more books for the first month or two months or even 90 days because I'm getting a higher ranking on release instead of having the benefit of maybe a mid-level ranking for two months or three months. I'm just getting the benefit of all those sales that it would have been in the pre-order period in that first week or two weeks. So how to decide whether a pre-order is the right fit for you depends a lot on how big your email list is. So if you don't have a very big email list, if you're just getting started, you don't have a good chance of getting to the bestseller list. So Lacey's strategy of like, here's how I get onto the bestseller list isn't going to work for you. And it helps to have a pre-order so that people can buy your book and they don't have to remember. And if you're James Patterson, you want to have a long pre-order because you'll just stay as a bestseller for the entire pre-order period. And then you have this huge surge of people who've already bought your book. But if you're in in the middle, it can make sense to try to get, you know, if you have 10,000 people on your list or 20,000 people on your list and you get them all to buy on the same day, well, that's big enough where suddenly for that day you're close to James Patterson levels. <laughs> And uh, that will help get you more interest. So having a long pre-order window isn't for everyone. But if you're just getting started or you're super popular, it can really help you sell more books. Yes. So another thing that you want to think about is on Amazon, there are category bestseller lists. And within those category bestseller lists, there's like a little subcategory that's new releases 
in this subcategory. And it's a whole list of the top 100 books that are 30 days old or younger. So a pre-order would be counted on that new releases list. So you can be on the new releases list for your pre-order period and the first 30 days that your book is released. So if you're a James Patterson and you have a six-month pre-order, you're on that, you know, he's number one on his category bestseller list, new releases, for six months and then that month that the book comes out. And that gives a a lot of readers a chance to see, hey, this book's available. I need to go pre-order it right now. Now, if you're me, I don't I don't have that punch of James Patterson. But when I can make that good, um, you know, sales record for the first seven days uh, that my book is out, I can get high enough in the rankings that I'm on that bestseller list, new releases list, where and a lot of readers shop that. And so it's really good visibility to be able to do. But you have to kind of weigh the size of your platform. And also whether you're going Amazon or you're going wide, because this is how Amazon does it. iBooks does it differently. So with iBooks, you rank for your pre-order sales, and then you get to count all of those sales again on launch day. So you get to have your cake and eat it too with iBooks. (laughs) So if you're going wide, you absolutely want to have a pre-order on iBooks because there is no downside. And um, you're suddenly on every Apple device, somebody's got an e-reader in there or an iBooks reader uh, that you can rank really well for there. And you're competing with far fewer indies uh, because most indies uh, go Amazon only. They want to be in the KDP select program, which forces you to be Amazon only. And so uh, there's uh, Lacey and Joanna Penn are our two most frequent guests and they're on opposite sides of this. So Joanna Penn is like <laughs> as wide as she possibly can be and is seeing a lot of success there. And Lacey is Amazon only and is seeing a lot of success there. So I know people who go deep and people who go wide and they both win. So we, we don't have a a dog in this hunt. Both strategies are valid strategies and you can make up your own mind. But just keep that in mind that um, when we're talking about pre-orders, we're going to be focusing on Amazon. Let me also say too, Amazon has, I mean, sorry, iBooks. iBooks has a really cool feature where they, uh, if you have an exclusive pre-order that's a pre-order only available on iBooks, they will give you a feature on their iBooks website slash app for that. You do have to reach out to them, like reach out to customer support and let them know about it. But you could do a strategy where you had a really nice long pre-order on iBooks and you got that feature on there and some extra visibility. And then, you know, when it's go live date, you could put the book up on Amazon as well. Um, So that is, uh, you know, another chance to use that promotion there too. And iBooks, yeah, their pre-orders, okay, on Amazon, if you do a pre-order and you have to change the date, if you have, you know, a family emergency and you're not going to be able to put the final file up on Amazon, you have to push out your pre-order date. Amazon really, really frowns on that. But on iBooks, if you have something like that, you can change your pre-order date with no repercussions. So that's a really nice feature on iBooks as well. It's like the one place in the world where Apple is the more laid back company. <laughs> I know, it's really weird, right? <laughs> Uh, so Lacey, there are advantages to pre-orders, which we've just talked about. Is there anything that you do to encourage pre-orders where you'll give a special bonus or something extra of value to readers who pre-order? Um, I have not done that personally, I don't think, in my strategies. Um, there is a traditional author that I know that I've seen 
um, that she does on her newsletter list. She sends out an email and says, hey, this book is up for pre-order. If you buy it and send in your purchase, you know, a screenshot of your purchase, you get this special bonus. And um, I fell for it because I really wanted what the special bonus was. And I could see a lot of a lot of readers doing that as well. I mean, it was something exclusive. You couldn't get it anywhere else. Um, and so that was a reason for doing the pre-order. Um, and I think that would work really well for indie authors as well if that was part of your strategy. You know, you could do other kind of giveaways, um, anything like that. Would you ever take a series, say you had a series that's coming out and you know it's six books in the series, for example, is there any advantage, and I think the answer is probably no, but would there be any advantage of selling, pre-ordering the whole series, right? This These books might come out over a period of a year and a half or two years and you sell them the whole series at once. Any advantage in doing that? Um, so with Amazon, you are limited. You can only set up your pre-orders for 90 days at a time. So you have to be within that 90-day window um, to do a pre-order. Uh, on other retailers, like on iBooks, you can do it a year in advance. Um, I highly recommend if you have a series, um, well, and if it fits into your marketing strategy, that you do put pre-order links up as soon as you can. Um, so Thomas mentioned KDP Select. Uh, when you have a pre-order on Amazon uh, and readers really, really want it, they can't actually pre-order into their KDP Select library. It can't be one of their library books. So when they pre-order, they actually have to buy it. So that can be a really great way to convert readers from just, I'm adding it to my library and I'm reading it. I mean, if you're really, really hooking them with the book, then they will actually purchase instead of adding it to their KU library. Um, so that can be a really good thing. And there's a lot of readers who like to know this is a series. And if you really hooked them with book one, they would go on and buy the other books on pre-order. So yes, I, you know, it can be a really good strategy depending on if it works in your overall marketing strategy. Now, real quick, we've been talking about eBooks. How do pre-orders work with paper books? Okay, if you're publishing paper books through CreateSpace or through KDP, uh, which they now have the functionality to do print books, you actually cannot do a pre-order through either one of those. So when you publish, you are, you're done and the book is out there. If you are publishing uh, POD through Ingram Spark, you can set up a pre-order. And I don't have any experience with that. I do know another author who has done it. And it looked really, really nice on Amazon that she had the ability, you know, you look, clicked on her book and the ebook was there for pre-order and the print book was there for pre-order. Um, it's just not something that I have done personally. And I will say for my book, for the paper book, we, I set up pre-orders through Celery. Uh, so after the Kickstarter, I funded the book on Kickstarter. And so I pre-ordered, pre-sold a bunch of book copies that way. But people who missed the Kickstarter were still wanting to buy it. So I sold it through Celery where they paid me directly. And I had uh, CreateSpace mail them the book directly. And it was much higher margins. So I was only paying, you know, three or four dollars for a book that was selling for fifteen dollars or more. And it um but I I didn't want to do that after the book came out. I wanted Amazon to handle all of the sales moving forward. But that's another way to do it. And we were able to do that very easily through my book table. Uh, it has a seller integration. Can I give a secret indie author hint here while we're talking about print Oh, books? we love secret oh, indie yeah. author hints. We love secrets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, if you do a pre-order, even a short pre-order for your ebook, and you are going to do a print book, uh, you can make that print book available for sale. You know, if it's ready, everything is there, it's been proofed, you can make it available for sale a few days before release day. 
And you can link the books on Amazon. So you want it to be one big, nice, pretty product page where you have the ebook and the print book there. When you have them linked, if the if the print book is already available for sale, readers can start leaving their reviews there even before the ebook is um, released. So on a regular pre-order on ebooks, readers can't leave reviews. But if you have them linked and you have the paper book available for sale, you can start getting your early reviewers to post those reviews. And then on release day, you have a really nice, you know, at least a base, even four or five reviews on release day can really help. Got pro tips here on the Novel Marketing Podcast with Lacey Williams. Pro secret tips. (laughs) So we've been talking about the why of pre-ordering. And in just a second, we want to talk about the how of pre-ordering. But first, we have our sponsor, My Book Table, is a way to quickly and easily build an online bookstore on your WordPress website. You can use it to rank number one for your book and boost your book sales on sites like Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And like I mentioned before, it does integrate with Celery, so you can sell directly to your uh, readers and make a little bit of extra money if you want to. And you can find out more and how to get it for free at mybooktable.com. And if you want the pro version and you're a patron, you can save 25% off of My Book Table Pro. Learn more at mybooktable.com. All right, so now let's talk about how to set up your book as a pre-order. So Lacey, how far out should somebody set up a pre-order promotion? Um, Like I said, it's really going to depend on your marketing strategy. Um, At Amazon, you can do them up to 90 days uh, before the book is out. Um, I consult with a couple of authors, and um, I have one who's releasing a new series. The first book comes out August 1st, and she has three books that follow. So she already has the next two books up and available for pre-order. And she has a really good base of readers who have already gone out there and purchased on all three of those pre-orders. So it can be a really nice way um, to do that. Uh, it's just really going to depend if you choose a short one or a long one. Um, I can't say one way or the other. So I will say if you're just starting out, if this is your first book, I would have the pre-order be as long as possible. There's no reason to have it be short because as soon as you have a book cover and a blurb, put up your pre-order so that every single person you talk to at a, you know, coffee shop or a, you know, cocktail party and you're like, oh, I'm an author. And by the way, my book is available for pre-order on Amazon. It's this beautiful window when you're a debut author with no reviews. <laughs> so that uh, and it makes it very exciting and, and you're not losing too much if you're just starting from zero to have that there. And anytime there's buzz about your book or you're talking about it, people can just go right there and buy your book instead of you trying to remind them or trying to, you know, let them know, oh, in some point in the future, my book is going to be ready. And now you've lost that opportunity. Much better to get that sale now uh, than later, is, is my opinion. That's a great point. Yeah, that's great. So Lacey, how, how should authors price their pre-orders? Talk, us, talk to us a little bit about pricing. Sure. If you are an existing author with even a small fan base, I would do your pre-order at least at $2.99. Um, on Amazon, $2.99, you're getting the 70% royalty instead of the 35% royalty. So it's going to put you in that higher royalty bracket. The other thing is pre-orders are for really your diehard readers. They're your readers who are, you know, willing to buy the book way before it comes out. And you want to, you know, I mean, it sounds kind of harsh, but you do want to 
you know, make a living at this, right? Or, you know, at least be able to pay for your conferences and stuff. And so you want to make the most that you can out of that pre-order. Um, I know authors who have priced low for a pre-order for a specific strategy, um, if they're trying to hit a USA Today list, or if they're trying to really, really get high in the rankings. Um, at, so they will do like a low price pre-order like 99 cents and then change the price on the first day after release um, to kind of bank a lot of pre-orders at the lower amount. Uh, But if you're just really doing a strategy of steady releases, you know, a certain period of time in between each release, just do it at full price. Um, Or even $2.99 can be a discount if you're pricing your books at $4.99 or higher. Um, So you can do a discount without doing 99 cents. Yeah, I would not recommend doing a 99 cent pre-order because that really devalues your book and devalues you and how much you make is so much less. It's not just that it's 99 cents instead of 2.99. You're also making a smaller percentage of that money. So you're only making, you know, a few pennies per book and it's just not worth it. So uh, 2.99, I I would agree, is definitely the minimum. Uh, So when do you get, speaking of money, uh, when do you get paid? So let's say you have a pre-order out for a book that comes out a year from now and I pre-order your book. When do you get my money? Um, so uh, from the reader side, you actually don't get charged as a reader until the book releases. And on the author side, uh, if you log into your KDP dashboard, you'll actually see that the pre-orders drop. It's usually the night before release day. Um, they're on Pacific time. And so it's usually like nine o'clock my time, which is central time the day before. Um, you'll see the pre-orders drop and you'll see that number there, usually one or two days right around release day. Uh, and so, uh, Amazon always pays 60 days after the the end of the month that those sales are made. So if you had a pre-order and the release date was today, your sales would count for July and you would get paid um, at the end of September. So if you're wanting to use pre-orders as a strategy to fund your book because you want to you know, pay for editors or other professionals to help you out, Amazon pre-orders is not the way to do it because <laughs> you don't get the money <laughs> yeah. until 60 days after your book launches. If you're wanting to use pre-orders as a way of funding your book, you want to use a service like Kickstarter or Indiegogo or Celery. And we have episodes on how to use those. I'm a big fan of that um, in certain situations. Uh, So just keep that in mind. Pre-ordering is not pre-paying for your book. Correct. Okay. So Lacey, we know we need to promote our pre-orders through our email lists. Are there other ways to promote pre-orders that you have seen work effectively? Sure. Um, You guys uh, had me on before to talk about Amazon ads, and you can actually do an Amazon ad on your pre-order book. I will say I have found, and that's just personally for me, that they are not as effective on a pre-order book as they are on a book where a reader can go on and click and read it right now. Um, But it is a strategy, um, actually, that can work to kind of, if you set up an ad on a pre-order book, you do get the information and kind of start seeing where reader, what keywords readers are clicking on. And those might want to be keywords that you focus on with a slightly higher budget once your book releases, if you know readers are looking for this keyword. So I think I can sell my book on that keyword. Um, So that's one option to be able to do it. You can also do um, a BookBub ad. So not a featured ad or the featured deal that you think of on BookBub, but you can do the ads that you would see the little square graphic at the bottom of the BookBub email. You can do those for pre-order books. You can do Facebook advertising um, for those. Really, um, 
I mean, your strongest push needs to be on your newsletter, but you can start building up some momentum on all of those things as you get closer to release. I just, for a a pre-order is going to sell the best to someone who already knows your work and who has already read you. So I personally, I would not spend a lot of money trying to get to new readers until the book is live where they know I can buy it. I can start reading it now. That's really good. Walk us through the process of setting up the pre-order in KDP. So I've logged into my Amazon direct publishing dashboard. How do I make my book available for pre-order? It's actually really easy. It's the same way that you would publish a book if you were going to release it today. So you go through all the same steps. The only difference is there's a little box down at the bottom of, I think it's the first screen. And it asks you if you want to make your book available for pre-order. And you just click the button and then click what day you want it to release. Um, Like I said, it won't let you go out further than 90 days. And then it also will come up with a warning. Um, And the reason why is you have to turn in your final pre-order file several days before release day. So if you want to use a placeholder file, you know, if your book is out for editing and you know it's getting ready to come back to you and you want to just use a placeholder file, you can do that. You only have a certain window to upload your final file. And that's where I would really tell you to be really careful. Um, Keep your it actually gives you a countdown calendar on there so you know your day is coming up. Um, And I think they actually send out a couple of emails through the KDP system like seven days before release where it says, make sure you have your final file uploaded. The problem is if you don't upload your final file, the reader is going to get that unedited, ugly file, probably with no back matter in it. And you really, really don't want that to happen because um, you want to present your most professional face, your best work to the reader. Um, So my recommendation is always to go with your final file, if at all possible. So it may not have all the perfect links, you know, the buy links in the back matter, but make sure the manuscript is the most final that it can be before you click pre-order on the off chance that the wrong file does go out to your readers instead of the file that should go out. Yeah, you you want to make sure that it, you have the finished version up several weeks before it goes live at the very least, uh, if, if not more so. Um So speaking of pre-orders, that leads us to our featured patron uh, who has a book that comes out October 2nd, 2018. It's The Seven Deadly Friendships, How to Heal When Painful Relationships Eat at Your Joy by Mary DeMuth. Uh, Jim? Here's the blurb for you guys that are interested. There's something wrong with your friendship, but you can't figure out why. Is everything in your head Unfortunately, toxic friendships happen to everyone, but we seldom identify the underlying issues while we battle confusion or the friendship breaks up. Maybe you're left bewildered in the friendship's wake, paralyzed to move forward. After wading through several difficult relationships, Mary DeMuth reveals the seven different types of toxic relationships and empowers you to identify the messiest relationships causing you the greatest anguish. And I will say that all three of us are Mary DeMuth fans. She writes beautifully. She writes truthfully. And so that's a book that you can go right now and pre-order. Lacey, hey, before we go, how do people, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? 
Uh, people can find me on the web at www.lacywilliams.net. Um, for anybody who wants to know more about indie publishing and the best ways to do that, there's a link uh, in the menu of my website that will take you to that Smart Indie book series um, and some resources there as well. And for those of you listening in a podcast app, you just scroll down and you can see links to both Lacey's website and her Smart Indie series in the show notes for episode 149. Lacey, thanks so much for being with us again. We love having you. Thank you for hosting me. It's always really fun to chat with you guys. This has been the Novel Marketing Podcast with James L. Rubart and Thomas Umstead Jr. and special guest Lacey Williams, giving you novel ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing offline, online, and everywhere in between. Thanks for listening.